Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. November 24th. I'm your host, Nora Rose, and this is my co-host, Mickey Sukinoko. Do we have a sleeping baby? Yep. Ah, okay. <laughs> you notice how I finally figured it out, like when, you, when you're super excited, there's no sleeping baby, yet when you're really soft and quiet, there's a sleeping baby someplace. Indeed. So, I am currently 45 pages into The Lore of the Unicorn by Odell Shepard. Now, I have (laughs) confirmed that this is the book that talks about the alicorn being the proper terminology for a unicorn horn. I just need to find the page that it's on. However, I would like to point out that the edition I am currently reading was published in 1982. However, the very first printing of this book was first published in 1930, which Uh means that the unicorn horn being referred to as an alicorn goes back 50-plus years before My Little Pony was ever even a thing. And it would be another 20, no, 30 years now, I guess, before winged unicorns would enter the line. Yep. So... That being said, 
while the term alicorn may be canon in the My Little Pony universe for a winged unicorn, cryptozoology predates My Little Pony. And while I can totally understand the confusion, because everyone knows what a pegasus is. It's a winged horse. And here in My Little Pony, we have pegasus ponies and they're winged horses. And everybody knows what a unicorn is. It's a, it's a horse with a horn or something like it. Again, I have a lot of books on the subject, so that that alone, that description alone could fuel endless debate for me. But it's generally speaking thought to be a horse with a horn. And here in My Little Pony, we have horses with horns, and they're called unicorns. And so I can totally understand how people who only know about ponies through the current generation, G4, Friendship is Magic, might think that, well, if unicorns are unicorns and pegasi are pegasi and ponies are ponies, then an alicorn must be an alicorn. But in truth, that is absolutely not the case. And as a firm, firm amateur um, student of cryptozoology, I have to strongly encourage my little pony fans, particularly bronies, to not assume that because Hasbro has decided to call a winged unicorn an alicorn, that the rest of the world, particularly those of us who hold animals like the unicorn sacred, to follow suit. Because our knowledge goes back further than 2010. Just saying. All right, so anyway. <laughs> I, I, I I will say this. This is all I know. It's Sorry, what now? I said this is all I know, and this is all I'm going to comment. It's a pretty horsey, and I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am being just as honest and candid as I can. It is a pretty horsey, and I like it. <laughs> I think it's probably going to be in the in the chapter called "The Treasure of His Brow," which is further back. But while you're looking for that, here's my other co-host. It's Summerblade. Hey, Summer. <laughs> Hey, <laughs> I was uh, listening in during the unicorn alicorn debate, and it's funny, last week when we were talking about it, I remembered I have a book about unicorns that does mention the alicorn as being called the the, the name for the unicorn's horn, and I actually dug out my book. <laughs> Which book is it? It's called The Book of the Unicorn by... I think the author's name is Nigel Suckling. Ah, I'll have to pick that one up. And there's a whole chapter on just 
the unicorn's horn. It's just called the wondrous alicorn. So you are right, and I, I'm doubting that you were right anyway. But just just to reconfirm, anybody that is listening in that doesn't think you're right and that alicorn is the name for the horn and not the winged Pegasus. Ah, ooh ooh, I found it. It is in chapter five, the treasure of his brow. And let me find the. Longer. There is an asterisk here. It says, in order to avoid repeated cacophony, I shall use the word alicorn to mean unicorn's horn, whether it seems convenient to do so in the following chapters. This is not quite a neologism. It is an adoption of the Indian word alicorno. And it goes on to say, considering the length of the alicorn then, one could almost think whatever one liked. Because it's talking about how the unicorn's horn has increased in size since its original telling. It was originally one cubit, then one and a half cubits, then four feet, then three cubits, then six, you know, just um, then six or seven feet. And it just goes on from there. Basically, it, it's the, the length of an alicorn is basically the fish story of cryptozoology. With every retelling, the unicorn's horn is longer and sharper and starts off with three colors and it's completely black and it's completely white and it's gold and it sparkles like the the, the sun on a fresh day, you know? But anyway. For some reason, this sounds like a man who... It's just having issues trying to measure up. Kind of like well, two yeah, guys so sitting around in the tavern talking about, well, I saw a unicorn in the forest. Yeah, well, the unicorn I saw had a three-foot-long horn. Yeah, well, the unicorn I saw had a six-foot-long horn. What are you guys really well, yeah, arguing about? <laughs> Well, so well, yeah. So I mean, this is basically, and and originally the beast was was ferocious, and it would fight, fight even with other unicorns, except during mating season, and that was the only time it was gentle. And it could be killed, but it could never be taken alive because it was too ferocious. And and yet these guys survived to tell the tale, you know. And but anyway, I mean, this is this book is called The Lore of the Unicorn by Odell Shepard. And Odell Shepard lived from 1884 to 1967. And the first publishing of this book, as I said, was 1930, although my copy is from 1982. And he takes his study from a very long list. A very He's got a very long bibliography in the back so um, 
he I mean the bibliography goes on for pages and pages. For any of those who speak multiple languages and would like to look the information up. But needless to say, the information he's using even predates nineteen thirty. So Bronies, I appreciate, I adore the fact that you guys are into unicorns and pegasi now because when I was little and I first watched the Neverending Story, the reason why, as a four-year-old, I assumed that one day I was going to marry Bastion Balthazar Bucks is because he was caught drawing unicorns in his math book. And his dad's like, you were drawing horses in your math book. He's like, they were unicorns. They were unicorns. (laughs) And I'm like, boy that knows about unicorns, future husband. That was my criteria at the age of four. Okay, the age of four, boy who knew about unicorns and drew them in his math book, that was husband material. Um, so I understand. <laughs> well, when you're four, what do you know? <laughs> but that, that, seemed, that seemed like a reasonable standard at the age of four. So I am thrilled that guys like My Little Pony and that guys are wearing shirts with Pegasus and with unicorn and stuff on them. I'm just going to encourage you to take it a step further. Just just a little a little step outside the world of animation. Did you know that the Cloisters, part of the Museum of art and natural history or something like that in New York, they have the unicorn tapestries, the hunt of the unicorn. The hunt of the unicorn. Go. Look. Think on it. But know that unicorns were not invented by Hasbro, nor were alicorns invented by Hasbro, because if anybody is going to claim winged unicorns is their invention, it's going to be me, because I was drawing those in 1983. So, hmm. Actually, I, I will have to disagree with you. If anything, the only people that can claim that they created it are, in fact, the Greeks. Well, except the Greeks didn't have winged unicorns. It actually talks about the fact that the unicorn actually had no place in Greek mythology or Greek lore. The fact that it managed to survive the the time of the Greeks is astounding. And actually, it, it, it owes probably much of its success to Christianity more than Greeks. But even, I mean, the Christian unicorn didn't have wings. The Greek unicorn didn't have wings. Unicorns did not have wings until the 70s or 80s. I think Vallejo, the artist Vallejo, I think, did a unicorn with wings in the 70s. But I'd have to double check. I think I I have a really racy set of book plates you know, the thing that you put in the front of your books that says this book belongs to so-and-so. And yeah. my aunt got them for me from Goodwill, presumably. And I don't think... She she can't see that small without 
her glasses on, so it doesn't surprise. I can't see that it's that racy without my glasses on. But needless to say, I'm pretty sure I have a book plate with its winged unicorn by Vallejo and a scantily clad woman writing it. <laughs> well, you know, those were the ones that they wanted writing them because, you know, they like girls. <laughs> They liked virgins, because apparently exactly. that's the thing. Like, <laughs> but anyway, well, you know, it's because the virgin is corruptible. <laughs> I, I will never truly, I will never truly understand a man's obsession with virgins. I don't, I don't get it. I'm not sure I ever will. Okay, I can explain but it. But that's another story and shall be told at another time. Very simply, it's the whole untouched thing. Kind of like, this is my new toy, it's never been touched. But, I mean, if we're going to go that route, which is a totally misogynistic view then I think we need, that men need to maybe start ad- adopting the whole, I discovered it. Regardless of other people who have had it before, I discovered it, and therefore it's new. Let's go with that one. That seems more reasonable. <laughs> you know, like when you're a teenager and you get your first car, it's not a new car, unless you're a Trump. It's not a new car been around the block 100,000 miles with a bum transmission and a faulty clutch. <laughs> but hey, you love it because that's your first car. That's the attitude guys, you know, probably need to remember if they must have a misogynistic attitude about the whole thing. Yeah, well. Actually, in one of the books by Tamora Pierce that I read, Several years ago, I need to go back and reread those books. The Protector of the Small. The main character is talking to her mom because her mom gives her this talisman that's essentially the magical version of birth control. And she's not actually planning on doing anything anytime soon, but she she keeps she wears it for because she says she feels like she needs to have control of when she wants to have kids, if she ever wants to have kids, because she's a knight. And, you know, that's kind of a a brutal profession, you know. Everything has to go on hold when you get pregnant. You can't go around galloping on a horse fighting dragons (laughs) and warlords if if you're not that. It's just not good for the baby. (laughs) But her mom says that the reason why her mom says she has to hide it when she wears it is because she says there's only two type of men. She says the good kind want to control you and or the bad kind want to control you and the good kind are are too romantic and don't want to think of you that way. Okay. So apparently it's just guys are messed up. Sometimes, a little bit. Yep. Not sure how well, it happened, but come on, guys. Group therapy. 
Sorry, widely available now, covered well, by most health insurance. Yes, it is. Well, I do want to say hello to Samantha and Dr. Bristol, who are currently in the chat room and probably are chatting away, and I'm currently not at my computer. I'm not at I'm my computer either. Because I'm currently sitting on my stool oh. in the bathtub with my feet in hot water. <laughs> so I'm talking about eating cookies. Maybe. So how was everybody's week? Oh, pretty um, good. I have been... I've had a rough week. Oh, dear. I'm sorry to as hear Melody that. Gets, well, as Melody gets older, and you know, she's still nursing. She's a nursing toddler. So as she gets older, she has apparently decided that regular nursing is not hard enough. So now she attempts to nurse while doing interpretive dance. or at least that's what I'm guessing either that or some some intricate form of aerobics which makes me nervous because that can end very badly for both of us (laughs) well that I do have to say that is a bit better than acting like you're a small wolf Cub, who has just taken down her first prey and is just, you know, growling and gobbling it all up. Well, she still does that sometimes, too, but but like yesterday, like yesterday she was <clears throat> I was sitting in the one of the armchairs in the living room, and she climbed up onto my lap she wanted to nurse, and once she was properly latched on, she decided to stick her butt up in the air, balance on one leg on one of my knees, with the <laughs> other leg straight back, while nursing, with her arms out. Oh, my goodness. I'm flying. This made me terribly, terribly concerned. So... I just, (laughs) my life is at a very twilight zone stage right now. Today, Melody threw a major tantrum because, well, she needed a bath, and I went to give her a bath, and she decided that she wanted to nurse while taking a bath, and I told her no. This was not the answer she wanted to hear. Fred thought I was murdering her. Came in, he's like, What happened? I'm like, She wanted to nurse while in the bathtub, and I wouldn't let her. Like, well, um, I suppose from her perspective, it's the closest she'll ever get to being in the womb again. Uh, But yeah, I can see why you'd say no. Okay, hold on one second. We must consult the expert on this subject, which, of course, always means 
Wait, I've lost her. Oh, oh, here she is. Here she is. Can I ask a question, please? What should um, a mom who is still nursing and the kid decides that she's evidently doing performance art during nursing sessions? Latched on doing this. <laughs> yeah. She still has a hold of her. Okay. Oh, I am so missing Evidently, the baby thinks this is time for interpretive dance or something. How old is Melody again? Almost 18 months. Almost 18 months. Know some people go longer. She might not be getting enough fruit. Enough food. Enough food. Well, here's the thing. Melody, it is like, it's really hard actually getting her to eat food. Sometimes she eats it. But... She really has very little legitimate interest in it. So. Okay. You need to repeat. The internet. Okay. Okay. The the expert opinion is um maybe try when you pump try mixing that in with like rice cereal. I don't pump. Melody doesn't drink from bottles well or cups. Hmm. She just 
I don't know. She's just a or a, a, a natural sort of I don't know baby creature. Hmm. For whatever reason, it says I'm connected to the internet, but not connected to the internet. So I'm going to try and restart my laptop. Okay. And I know we're connected to the Internet and that the Internet is working because Netflix is on right now and that goes through the Internet. And my husband is using the Internet on his phone right now. So clearly the Wi-Fi is working. Sometimes it will just disconnect from um, a device. I found that happens with my laptop quite a bit. Yeah, see, I checked and and it said connected and then I disconnected and then reconnected, but it's still... Like, it just, whenever I try to actually browse the Internet, it says cannot connect to the Internet, but the Internet says it's connected, so I don't know what's going on. It's got that little yield sort of sign showing. Yeah, you might need to restart the computer. Yeah, I'm restarting now. (sighs) Oh, by the way, <laughs> I, I hate to put Yum Yum on the spot like this. Is she going to come on the show? No, unfortunately not. Oh. Um, but I am going to put him on the spot because, you know, he he, he, he to us will always be our little, uh, our little boy pony baby. Evidently, he is, you know, went on a date last weekend. Oh. So hopefully all of, all of that went well. Huh? Does the baby laugh at you when she does that? Oh. Um, no, no, she seems actually, she seems actually pretty focused. She laughs when she bites me. But do you, but do you laugh at her when she does her little interpretive dance? No. I ask her what what she's doing and grab her so that she doesn't fall taking my, you know, body parts with her. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. Yep. Oh, okay. Here, here it goes. Okay, Mom has come up with another theory that Melody has finally figured out that she can move her arms and legs away, and is just entertaining herself. <laughs> well, she does seem to be thoroughly entertained by it. <laughs> so evidently she is being her own, you know, 
special pony entertainment. Huh? She's being her own special pony? There you go. <laughs> isn't isn't that how Twilight describes Ember once? <laughs> I do believe so. Someday yeah. you'll grow to be your own special pony. Did I forget about you again? I'm sorry. Wow, you are cold. But hey, at least it wasn't three hours. <coughs> I understand I live in, in Chicago. However, I'm waiting for the weather to finally be normal. You're probably going to be waiting a long time then. Mm, yeah. Because last week we we had a cold snap, and it was pretty frigid. And then yesterday it gets up into the high 40s, almost 50 degrees. My mother leaves for work in the morning, and it's 49 degrees. And at some point during work, Evidently, someone flipped on the air conditioner for a high. Mm. Because all of a sudden, it's frigid and there's snow on the ground. <laughs> mm. So, but Summer, how how was your week? Um, pretty good. Actually, today I just got back from um, a friend's house. He found 17 G1s for me down at the flea market. Ooh. So i got to clean them up. But, Lucky. yeah. I. It was interesting, though. They had um, the names of the kids that had owned them were written on the bottom of the ponies. Uh. So they have the names Jeff and Kyle written on their their bellies. Yikes. <laughs> but that's okay. I can take those off. And there was um, a couple of Care Bears in there, too. Ooh. So I'm going to see if I can sell those off if anybody wants this. Very cool. Cool. But that's about it. Oh, and I'm probably going to have to get off early tonight because I have to go in to work at 10 o'clock and do the overnight pie bake. Ah. Yeah. Okay, good to know. <laughs> well, let's see. My week. Something happened with my part-time temporary job. What happened? Well, they were silly little butts, and I got an email last Monday, but I didn't want to say anything yet, and well, they decided that they would offer me a full-time permanent position. Oh, oh cool. Congratulations. 
Are we changing okay. the day of the show again? Uh, no. Oh, cool. Um, basically, I can still work the same way I have been working. You know, start whenever I want, stop whenever I want. Nice. Yeah, they um, we'd had a meeting the week before, and they were saying, you know, we're going to be looking to pull in some full timers. And they'd be pulling from the uh, temporary pool, but that um, the length of time would be one of the key factors. And I figured, okay, I've only been on one season, probably take a couple of seasons. And then I had a training session with one of the supervisors later on that night, and she was really stressing the full-time thing. Well, normally I can take a hint. <laughs> Once you've taken meds, you can't really take a hint. Mm-hmm. But yeah, about 3 o'clock last Monday, they were like, here's a full-time offer. So. <laughs> well, congratulations on becoming a regular full-time employee. Thank you. Huzzah! I, I, I told Mom this this is something that, you know, I really needed because I was worried that once the project ended, having to go out and look for another job again. Well, see, one less thing to worry about now. Yeah, and now I just got to go back to worrying fully about the knee. Yeah. Because that's back to being a little butthead, but mom mom said it might be the weather. Mm -hmm. (coughs) Mm-hmm. So, Wednesday decides the fate of what we do next. So my thoughts there are at least I have at least I have the idea of what we're doing next before before I eat my turkey. <laughs> so So that was my happy 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 and kind of sad news for the week. But we do have to figure out what we're going to do for the 15th of next month. Party down? I have something to do that night, so. Um, well, you know, uh, we we have had um, a couple of different customizers mention that Mondays don't work for them, but other nights do. We could always have one of those special report nights that's on a different day to do okay. a customizer interview. 
perhaps. I do believe we can. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, you know, just, just, we'd have to see if anybody is actually available that close to Christmas. But, yeah. Um, but we will figure it out. Someone explain to me why I'm having a craving for something that I really don't know what it tastes like. I don't know what yeah, it is. Yeah. I really, really, I really, really want roasted chestnuts, but I don't actually know what roasted chestnuts taste like. Because I, I failed in making them the other night. They smelled really good. <laughs> <laughs> they kind of taste like almonds. Um, mm, I do love almonds. Like my brain tells me that they should be kind of soft, like macadamia nuts. But I, I I definitely couldn't get them to that level last time I tried to do them in the oven. So I've only I had them like a couple couple times before, but well, I am sure you will figure it out. Just lost my train of thought. <laughs> Thank you. I cannot live on cookies alone. <laughs> I could. They're Milano cookies, dark chocolate. Mm. Oh. Oh. Oh, did you hear that uh, uh, Stephen Colbert on one of the, I don't know if any of you guys ever watched Stephen Colbert, Colbert or The Daily Show from which he spun, but um, um, Stephen Colbert mentioned in one of his Col- Colbert Report episodes that there is apparently a chocolate shortage or an encroaching chocolate shortage because people like me eat dark chocolate and that requires larger amounts of actual chocolate to be in the chocolate than eating, say, a Hershey bar. And so he put people who eat chocolate who aren't him on his threat down. (laughs) And he took bears off of his list of threats. Jeez. Well, you know, his his show is coming to an end. He's only got 12 more episodes. Mm. Mm. He's taking over the the late show with David Letterman because David Letterman's retiring. You know, I just love that, that you know, what's his face had taken over the Tonight Show and then David Letterman started crying that his show didn't wasn't successful so he wanted to take it back over and now he's going to go ahead and retire are you confusing David Letterman with Jay Leno probably yeah because I think that's what happened with them 
If it's okay, I can David let him have a But it's okay because you know Dave, David, um, or Jay Leno, and um, Larry King and Dave Letterman have been in the business, as it were, for so many years that it's and it's unless you can, uh, unless you're a fan of one of them. You've probably only heard the names, and it's probably easy to get them confused. He used to have a show. Maybe he still has a show that nobody watches. Well, well, well. I know, but he used to. But if you don't, if you don't actually watch those kind of shows, you may know the names, but you may not know which name goes with which post. You'd think Pony Husband would, like, call in so he can provide this, like, sidebar commentary that he feels the need to provide. <laughs> well, that's because he, I think he thinks that, you know, if I ever meet him, I will get slap him. I have one quick question. Yes. Have either of you watched the latest Sailor Moon? Um, no. <laughs> the last one I watched was uh, when they went to the moon. That was the last one. Okay. Yeah, I watched it. I I kind of miss the original look of Queen Serenity. The blonde? No, no. She always had white hair. Um, no, uh, Sailor Moon's mom and from the moon kingdom right uh it just the original style of animation was a little bit softer something about the eyes on clean serenity just i don't know she just doesn't quite look right to me like she doesn't seem to she doesn't look wise anymore she used to look wise like you uh, could tell she was the mom and Sailor Moon was the daughter because something about the way their eyes were drawn was just different enough to make Queen Serenity look older and wiser and <coughs> she and, and Crystal, she's basically drawn like she's Sailor Moon except in a different dress and with white hair or instead of blonde hair but she didn't look exactly the same as as Sailor Moon in the original animation of it. Fred, can you bring me my book three, I think? It's on the bottom. I guess I'm going to have to rewatch it. 
No, actually, I need book two. I think well, I will say that this, the, the success of Sailor Moon Crystal, though, is that the eyes do look very similar to the style of eyes that Naoko Takeuchi does. Princess Beryl, Queen of the Dark Kingdom. Oh, that's right, and Damien's awake and he's all evil and crap now. I hated that that part of of the series. That just it made me kind of a little insane. I hated that. What do going to the moon? Thinking about going to the moon. Dreaming about going to the moon. Talking about going to the moon. Going to the moon. But you have to admit, this time, having all of the generals in that same position kind of makes it a little bit different. And they almost woke up too. Like they almost woke up for a second, and then like. Barrel snaps her fingers and 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 it's like they go back to sleep. Okay, so well, I'm right. In in, in in the manga, in the manga, the way Queen Serenity is drawn, the incarnation of Queen Serenity that the computer brings up, Queen Serenity does not have pupils, and it makes her look significantly different from the Sailor Scout. Her eyes are a solid color. There is no pupil. Well, maybe they thought and, that would be But it made her appearance look softer and yet somehow more wide. Like there was a greater depth there. If you have the manga at home, take a look at how she looks and compare it to the to Sailor Moon Crystal, and I think you'll see what I'm seeing. You know, obviously, her and Serenity, Queen Serenity and Princess Serenity look very similar, but even in the daydreaming shots of Sailor Moon, like when she's swooning over Darien, she still has pupils. So... And and in none of these drawings of Queen Serenity does Queen Serenity have pupils. She has no pupils. Yeah, in the swooniest, daydreamiest shots of of Sailor Moon, pupils. No pupils. Pupils, no pupils. I'm I'm flipping back and forth between pages now. <laughs> pupils, no pupils. Pupils, no pupils. I do love I do love uh, Queen Serenity's wings so. Those are great. Yes. Um, I, I love that. Yeah, she just... Uh, I know, isn't that... Like, I wish I had her figure, and then I would wear that dress. <laughs> that I think is just, every girl wishes she had that figure. <laughs> that dress looks like it should be, like, silk to me. Don't you think that that's probably silk, the way it just falls? Probably moon silk. Made out of spiders, spider webs. I don't know. 
Uh, did I tell you that when Peter S. Beagle came to Oregon again, I got another one of his compilations of short stories? Yes. Because in it, it has a prequel story to The Last Unicorn where well, where Schmendrick is just traveling alone before he encounters Mommy Fortuna and her Midnight Carnival. It was such a good story. I cried. I Aww. cried. It is, has probably, it has such a heartbreaking and yet romantic and sweet ending. It puts Romeo and Juliet to shame. Romeo and Juliet is not a romantic tale. The tale of the woman who married the man in the moon, that is a romantic tale. Well, see, Shakespeare never really intended it to be a romance story. He intended it to be a tragedy. It was intended to say, look, yeah, you two have your differences. You keep it up. Your kids are going to take things into their own hands, and the end results are not going to be all nice and sweet and lovey-dovey. Well, yeah, yeah, I, I, I know. I mean, I, I was always really good at English, but, I mean, people in our culture sort of hold it up as a romance. And what I'm saying, if you okay. want real romance and real tragedy... Get the book um, Sleight of Hand by Peter S. Beagle and read the very last story in that book called The Woman Who Married the Man in the Moon. And it is a beautiful, beautiful story. And I cried. I sat in my armchair and I cried because... Mendrick, before he met the unicorn, really was so very lost. And as he he wandered through existence, meeting people and touching people's lives, he was completely oblivious to the fact that he was doing it and to the effect he had on people. And it just... At the end of every Last Unicorn tour show um, screening, they have a raffle. And the very last prize given out at the raffle for every show is a T-shirt that they make the winner of actually come up to the front and stand next to Peter S. Spiegel and and claim the T-shirt. Because the T-shirt is, it's like a black or a navy blue T-shirt, and on it, it says, damn you, Peter S. Beagle, it's all your fault. <laughs> <laughs> and I really, really need that T-shirt. I've never won it. I've gone twice, and I haven't won it. I and I don't, I, but, but, but I feel like I need that T-shirt. Because really, as far as modern-day storytellers go, I really feel like Peter S. Beagle is one of the best. His, 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 his writing style is so... It's, 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 it's like being wrapped in a, in a blanket of, of, of words, and it's just... 
it's totally consuming it and and I can only he has a great voice by the way I don't know if if you've ever heard him speak on anything but he has a great voice and and I can only imagine that actually hearing him read the stuff that he's written is probably the best thing ever but I've never heard him read the stuff he's written which is a shame because I think that that needs to happen that needs to be a thing um and and he's so good with melody. Gosh, melody usually has is so is usually fairly nervous around uh, strangers, particularly guys. But man, Peter S. Beagle, she's just like she just like walks up to him and babbles at him and roars at him and plays with him, and you're just like they've known each other forever. She's seen him twice. She's been like this both times. Yeah, I absolutely, completely have to say that I I think Peter S. Beagle has officially knocked Jane Austen from number one to number two on my list of authors. (gasps) I know. That is quite shocking. Okay. I've got to ask you guys one really weird one, and this will probably be the last of the random talking. Have you guys ever seen the the, the show Dilbert? Dilbert, uh, the yeah, one with uh, the guy in the cubicle? Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm more familiar with the comic strip, but I've seen the show. Well, I like the comic strip, too, that comes out of my printer every week. Mm-hmm. Last year I had um, a little calendar, a Dilbert calendar. <laughs> and some days it, it totally hit the mark. <laughs> you know, you pull it off and it's like, dude, that totally works. But anyway... I am trying to completely figure out the garbage man. I the, I have watched this show hundreds of times. I've listened to it hundreds of times because when I work, I have to listen to something. Is it me or is that man just like probably the richest man in the world? Probably. He's just a garbage man just for the fun of it. (laughs) That sounds about right. Because, I mean, first of all, he has all these inventions that he has created. You need money for the parts. Well, if you're a garbage man, maybe you can just fish the parts out of the you know, you'd think maybe he'd just fish the parts out of the garbage or something. This is true. Could always just, you know, find them. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, he's just, like, one of those characters where he's just sitting there trying to figure them out. Because, um, in the episode, The Knack, that is just the weirdest one of them all. I mean, what parent is going to let the garbage man come in and check her child 
because the regular doctor was out of town or something. <laughs> oh, hey, Ben. Who knows? And, she, and she's going to be completely fine with checking out this child. I believe that might be it. And so, and I'm sorry, but it seems like the garbage man is stalking Gilbert. Yeah, he's in the he's in the back changing the baby. Go on, go on. My brother-in-law just stopped by. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, there is another book I want to tell you guys about. Um, sort of related to Peter S. Beagle. In a way, let me see if I can find here. Oh, here it is. It is. Uh, here it is. Okay. It is called Phoebe and Her Unicorn: A Heavenly Nostrils Chronicle by Dana Simpson. The foreword. Or introduction. The introduction is written by Peter S. Beagle because I, I guess um, Dana based the unicorn in this off of the last unicorn. But it is a very Calvin and Calvin and Hobbes esque comic strip book, and I strongly recommend it. I strongly recommend Phoebe and Her Unicorn, The Heavenly Nostrils Chronicle. I'm going to have to look for that. Yeah, it's really good. See, the unicorn's name. Oh, I love this unicorn. The unicorn's name is Marigold Heavenly Nostrils. <laughs> Wow, okay. Yeah. Like I said, it's a very Calvin and Hobbes-esque story. It's about a little girl who saves the unicorn from her reflection. And so the unicorn has to grant her a wish. And she wishes that the unicorn will be her best friend. And so the unicorn has to follow her around and be her best friend. Because apparently, the curse of all unicorns is that they're so beautiful that any time they see their own reflection, even in a puddle, they can get stuck there for hours, sometimes days. Because <laughs> they're very, very vain. And they become enthralled by their own refle- reflection. Which, of course, comes straight off of, like, the first page of The Last Unicorn. But anyway... Yeah. So um, I have that signed by Peter S. Spiegel and as well as The Last Unicorn, Two Hearts, and Sleight of Hand are all signed by Peter S. Spiegel because I really should never be left alone with access to money. <laughs> Some place where there is going to be a huge table with books for sale with the author sitting there willing to sign them. 
Because then you'll just get every book that that has to do with them to get them to sign it? Yeah, except I don't know. I felt really – see, last time he came, I actually got a chance to kind of talk with him a little bit, and there were so many more people there this time that, like, I didn't want to be that person that, like, stands at the front of the line for, like, 15, 20 minutes having a conversation with him. I mean, I did want to be that person, but I didn't want to be that person. I wanted to be that person because I, 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 when I get to talk to him, it's actually quite an enjoyable conversation. But I didn't want to be that person because I didn't want to be rude. So, so I don't know. I felt kind of, kind of, I don't know, fangirlish. There, there's very few instances in which I am rendered speechless, as we all know. <laughs> However, Peter S. Beagle is one of those people that can render me speechless. There's my other Dragonology book. Oh, I re- need to reorganize my bookshelves. I'm just now realizing that. Yeah. Oh. And the baby just woke up. She's kind of... In in between that state of awake and asleep. Aww. I'm trying to feed her jello. Which would be easier if Daddy would stop rocking back and forth because he's holding her. <laughs> jello. Hello. Mm. Raspberry Jello. Oh, that sounds good. Mm-hmm. And the real Jello with sugar, not that sugar-free nonsense. That's such an awful thing to do to Jello. Mm. I mean, I understand it's mostly for people that can't have sugar or can't have lots of sugar. But Jello's got to have sugar in it. It just does. Yeah, there are some things that are really good without sugar. Have you ever had a sugar-free um, Eskimo pie? No, but that does sound good. The um, they have extra dark chocolate, and because the no. ice cream doesn't have um, sugar in it, it's a little bit bitter. Mm-hmm. But it completely works with it. Yeah, see, I usually really have my ice my iced tea without sugar, but stuff like you know Jello and pudding just has to have sugar for me. Well, my grandmother was um, 
was a diabetic and the only way she could have like ice cream like Eskimo pies was if she had it sugar free. Of course, mm-hmm. I think I think she mostly wanted that over at the house for, for me to eat. Because I think I was the only one who ate it. <laughs> <laughs> I never saw her eat an Eskimo pie. I just realized that. Huh. Well, maybe she got the sugar-free ones just in case she decided she wanted one, but it was probably mostly for you. Yeah, probably. Yeah, it was um, dark chocolate. And I thought the ice cream, because it didn't have sugar in it, it had a little bit of a bitter taste to it, but it was a good bitter Of course, I also think she wanted those ones so that, like, I'd eat one and then that would be it. (laughs) Ma'am. Oh, so, um, in the... If there's a lot of chatter going on in the chat room again, that's awesome. I've noticed that. I think, um, Dr. Bristol... Because he can he can help entertain those who are in the chat room. Because as everybody knows, we get on a tangent. We know the chat room is there. Well, it's just I'm not always at the computer to actually type in the chat room. Yeah, and I'm always looking at a different website. And I still don't have internet, so... <laughs> Oh. Yeah, well, I'm over at my house tonight. Instead of being over at my friend's house who has internet. Uh. So. And by the way, this summer. Yes. I think I think I think I did. I think I found your um your wish list on Amazon. I found our Dr. Bristle on Facebook. Yay. Oh yeah, that's right. He's the only person with his name that, that has you as a mutual friend. So Yep. Well, I haven't been on internet uh, the internet lately, but I should be over at my friend's house after I get off work tomorrow in the morning for at least a little bit. So I'll I'll shoot you a link um, just in case, just to make sure that it's the same wish list. But there's not a whole lot on it on my Amazon wish list. It's mostly books, because I mostly okay. just use that for my Kindle. Okay, so then I was looking at the right one, because I didn't realize that you could you could um, search. 
And, of course, when you put in your name, it comes up with four different people. Yeah. I had no idea that there were different people with my name. Especially my last name, because my last name is weird. (laughs) So I'm going to pick one title of a book, and you tell me if this is the right one. Okay. Mass Effect. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, then this is the right one. Okay. Yeah, that's the right one. The Mass Effect four-book trilogy or what? Four-book trilogy. Oh, words. Four-book set. (laughs) Pardon my tongue. It's not functioning. (laughs) You know what I love? I love the fact that there is apparently two more... Nicole's with the same first name spelling and my maiden name spelled correctly hmm. on Facebook. There are three cool. of me on Facebook. Which oh, is dear. Well, so <laughs> that is scary. And they all live in the United States and so I, I feel like our country is doomed. <laughs> are you there is three of me. Are you, are you saying you're the Pinkie Pie? Oh, no. <laughs> well, if you spell my first name incorrectly, if you spell it with the common spelling and put in my maiden name as a last name, then there's even more of me. Oh, dear Lord. Oh, I know. So, it's it's rather terrifying that there are so many of me. This is why I have an incredibly extravagant stage name, as it were. <laughs> because if you go to Google and you Google Nikki Sukinoko, pretty much everything that comes up is me. Yeah, if you type in Nikki Sukinoko, let's see, Nikki Sukinoko on DeviantArt, Nikki Sukinoko on DeviantArt, Nikki Sukinoko on Etsy. Images for Nikki Sukinoko, they're all mine. Nikki Sukinoko on Retro Dolls, Nikki Sukinoko Customs. That's my business, that one's me. Artist Nikki Sukinoko. And what is this one? This is my art, and it's been tagged somewhere. I don't even know what this site is. My art has been put somewhere. And it's Derpy Buru? What is Derpy Buru? Does anybody know? Thoughts? Mm, no, never heard of that. And it's it's tagged from DeviantArt because it's got the DeviantArt watermark still on it. Four people have started it. Seven people have downloaded it. Uh Uh-oh. 
I mean, boys, go back to bed. Birds, quiet. <laughs> Sorry. What's the name of the site again? Derpyboo.ru. So, uh, do, I got Derpy. So, the rest of it? It's, it's D E R P I B O O dot R U. Let's see. Let's see if I am on here. I'm going to have to do this later. This is complicated. Yeah. But needless to say, just about everything on here either links to me or to somebody who has tagged me. I am Nikki Sukinoko for all intents and purposes. So, because my 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 real name is so common, like common is dirt common. Mm-hmm. Well, mine is too, but a majority of the people that I meet actually have my that have my name have it spelled wrong. And I only say that it's spelled wrong yeah. because mine is spelled like the province in France from what from where the name is derived. That's the only reason mine is right. <laughs> well, at least your guys' name, okay, nobody will sit there and change your first name into a completely different thing or rearrange the letters. No, but that has happened with my my last name. Okay, I have one better then. At least you guys probably did not have a doctor up until the age that you were 21 and had to stand there, stare him dead straight in the eye and say, look, I can drink, I can vote, I can go out and have nippy if I want. <laughs> Can we please stop calling me April? <laughs> yeah, that is pretty bad. Okay, when you are like coming out of anesthesia and pain meds, and he walks in going, they put the wrong first name on here. What do you mean? They put down Amy, not April. My name is Amy. <laughs> but he doesn't catch the fact that they misspelled my last name. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> That's not good. No. Oh, look, here's my customizer interview. Ah! My customizer interview was from April 9th, 2011. 
Yep. And look where you are at now. How uploaded by and brother I heard people about a year ago. How do I contact? Okay, so this is up. It says who uploaded it. Uploaded what? My art onto this site. Okay. There must be, is there like a person that moderates the site or something? Probably not. No. But I can't, I, I'm really torn. On the one hand, someone clearly liked two of my things enough to upload it to some random site. And at least they tagged me. But on the other hand, this is my work, people. If you're going to tag me, at least tag, like, put a link to where people can, like, purchase prints of my stuff, yeah? Because the two things that are available is prints. You can buy them. Ooh. Okay. Kella Vista just posted something to her Facebook. What anime color, what anime hair color fits you? Okay. Okay, this this site okay. seems to be exclusively dedicated to My Little Pony. I just signed up. It is a forum. way to get in touch is to hop on IRC, the Internet Relay Chat System. We are in the Derpy Buru channel on PonyChat, irc.ponychat.net. If, you, if you've not got an IRC client installed on your PC, you can Pony Chat web chat by clicking this link. Image removal request should go through reports and will require verification from an official account to or other form of proof in line with the policy. Please do not email us about takedown requests. Read the full policy document here. As the artist of an image, you may request an image be removed by reporting an image and stating you would like the image removed. 
We will never act on an image takedown request from an artist without verification of the artist's identity. Images are not removed until we are sure that the requester is in fact the artist. We typically will send a, a deviant art or Tumblr message to the artist to request verification. This is done by by case basis. Well, Why did my good. stuff get why did my stuff get put here in the first place? Content is uploaded by users of the site to share artwork they have discovered with the community. The vast majority of content links back directly to the source image, typically DeviantArt or Tumblr, to provide attribution. If you're finding your artwork being posted here and do not want it posted to this site yet, find people still appear to feel entitled to do so. Check with the license you have on your artwork, particularly on sites like DeviantArt. If your license explicitly permits reuse and redistribution, redistribution, you are likely to find people sharing it as license makes it clear they are allowed to do so. None of my stuff has that. In these cases, switching to a more restrictive license may be the best way of stopping sharing. Okay, so let me go back to that image. I know, this is exactly what everybody wanted to hear about on My Little Pony Talk. Let's watch Nikki Tsukinoko find out why people are putting her stuff on a site she's never heard of. Well, mm-hmm. there um, there might be other artists uh of pony pony artwork listening in that they would have to go look at this site and probably do the same thing. Exactly. So we are in fact doing a public service. Okay, now for the record it looks like these two images still have linked directly to my deviant art. My only concern is that with this artwork here, people can just download it, and there's nothing stopping them from downloading it. Right. And, yeah... So that is my concern. I'm going to have to kind of Um, I'm getting a private message from Samantha. Okay, I've got got a private message from Samantha. He said, she said, Doctor Bristle said it's a Russian porn site. Oh, lovely. So, um. Yeah. Okay. So now I got I have to figure out and, and and what makes this more disturbing is one of the pictures they shared is a picture of my pony persona. So 
Okay, and that yeah, that is the website we went to too. Huh. Okay, so in that case this is probably definitely one of those um if you hit this website you might want to run your uh whatever you use for spy bot management. Oh, what time is it? It is six thirty my time, so nine thirty. Nine thirty your time? Yeah. All right. I unfortunately got to get going because I got to start getting ready to head to work for pies. Well, don't forget, don't throw the pies. Gotcha, don't throw the pies. <laughs> well, last year I baked 269 pies. Well, so this year... This year for 270. <laughs> yes. This year I'm going to try and beat that record. That's what I keep telling everybody. So I'm going to beat that record this year. I'm going to try for 300. See, I always try for one more than I got the last time. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, anything over is the ultimate goal, but, you know, I just want to set my sights full high. <laughs> See, where I used to work, I would always say, I'm going to get five more than what I got yesterday. And then always what would happen, I would get 20 more than I got yesterday. <laughs> oh, we'll see. You know, it's pretty bad when you have, you know, center directors making bets. <laughs> and your work is the bets. <laughs> Talk about pressure. <laughs> yeah. All right, but I will talk to you guys next week, I suppose. Sounds good. All right. Night, everybody, and Nishi, I hope you can get that stuff sorted out with your artwork on that funky site. Yeah, me too. All right, talk to you guys later. Bye. Talk with you later. Amy Mizuno is actually a character in Sailor Moon, which is famously known as Sailor Mercury. Yes, she is. Yep. Derpy Derpy Buru is derived from 4chan. That is no place I want my pictures to be. No. Yeah, I would definitely speak with the people who run the site and then run spyware on your computer and your um, antivirus. I... I have I have some really mixed feelings about this being here. 
On the one hand, someone liked it enough to put it here and share it with other people. On the other hand, nobody likes it enough to pay me for a, a print. They're trying to, they want to share it for free, which is so not okay with me, which is why there's a watermark yeah. on people. So... Okay. Okay, it is official. Tonight is random talk. (laughs) Well, I was all looking forward to... to doing the whole merchandise thing, but then she didn't have access to the computer, and that wouldn't have been fair. Like, have us be like, oh, look at that thing, and have her not be able to see it with us, so... Trust me, I completely understand. No, but back to your Go ahead. I have reported both images. Um, Fan fiction, art chat... Um, so it, it just I just feel that while it's great that people like my work, I do. I created an account. Sounds good to me. Um, or, uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I just wish that they would have asked me, sent me a Deviant Art message, because. It's just it's not just a drawing. This is my work and and quite frankly the the G4 moon dancer that they shared not really one of my best drawings to be quite honest. I'm still trying to figure out that weird G4 art style. But, I mean, if you really like my work, feel free to, you know, link to it. You know, say, hey, go check out this person's deviant art. But if you really like my Sleepy Moon Dancer, buy the print. It's right there on my deviant art. You just click the button, buy the print. There's multiple size options available, buy the print. There's a reason why... My drawing of my pony persona is not available as a print. 
it's because it's mine. So... I, just because I'm showing it to you doesn't mean you get to, like, spread it around and stuff. Um, now, this was uploaded in 2007 before they had watermarks and stuff. Yeah, just, I mean... It's it's not it's copyrighted. Copyright yeah. two thousand seven to twenty fourteen. And Yeah. I mean just sending me a Debian art message and then I can answer it yes or no. Um, I just, I would have liked someone to have asked me, especially if it's going to be a site that's clearly geared around bronies and clearly geared around a fringe element of of bronies. Not even like the bulk of bronies, but like the after dark fringe of bronies, I guess. I just, that's not where I want my pictures to be. That's not what my pictures are supposed to be about. And it's interesting to note that actually one of the hashtags that they put when they, they uploaded my pictures was hashtag safe. So I'm guessing that's how they let people know if it's a everybody's safe image, which you know, I'm I'm not an erotica artist, so I don't draw that kind of thing. So of course, my ponies. Yeah. Just ponies being ponies. Um, it just this is this is very weird to me. I did not expect to find that. Normally, when I Google myself. Normally it just shows my DeviantArt and my Facebook and my Tumblr and my Twitter and, you know. Hi, baby boo. Hi, baby boo. Oh. Yeah. Oh, there's my boo. Oh. Yeah, look at that. Look at that, yeah. No, no, we're not. Oh, come here, baby. Oh. oh no, no, we're not going to nurse in front of our family. Oh, I know. Oh, dear. Uh, can you shut the 
door, Fred. Melody. There you go. But yes, so listeners, if you have art on Facebook or Tumblr, generally, most especially Tumblr and DeviantArt, since that's where they claim to get their their pictures. If you have art on DeviantArt or Tumblr, check derpyboo.ru because you may find your art there. Or, or better yet, just Google. Google your art name that your art is under. And if it's a Derpy Boo, it'll show up in a Google search. Yep. See, I guess now that I've reported the image <laughs> and asked them to take it down, they're, I guess, supposed to send a message to my Deviant Art to verify that it was, in fact, me that sent the message. But I now have an account there, so no one else can have an account with my name there. And I can check in periodically. Sorry to break your train of thought, but this is something really interesting. As I said, Calavista had posted up um personality quiz thing that's like what anime color hair fits you. Well yeah. she got pink. Okay. So me and Samantha both did this did the quiz. And would you believe what color hair we both got? Blue? We both got pink. Pink seems to be a big one. All three of us are pink. And I could totally see me with pink hair. My hair color, it said, was red. My anime hair color would be red. It says, anime characters with red hair are generally hot-headed, dynamic, enthusiastic, adventurous, and opinionated. Anime girls with red hair tend to be energetic, feisty, and may have explosive emotions. Um, most likely you are a very lively individual who's not afraid of sharing her opinion on something. You're outgoing and social, but also might have a bad temper and emotions spill out easily. Fred says, oh, look at that. You're a trope. (laughs) Good job being a stereotype, honey. I'm like, thanks. Except my hair isn't actually red. It's it's actually brown. Like brown. It does have red highlights. But it's brown in real life. Although I have dyed my hair red before and I've been thinking about doing uh, a red to to blonde ombre look if I can get the girl the lady who who normally dyes my hair to do it. She has been Mm -hmm. resistant to giving me red hair for years now. I don't know why. Well, because sometimes, um, depending upon how much natural blonde you have in your hair, instead of being red, 
you'll end up orange. Well, since this is an umbra thing, it'll have orange anyway. Melody. Hey, Melody. Yeah, there. Well, let's see. Pink is, uh, although this hair color seems too unusual to be, is usually, it seems to usually be given to female protagonists of shoujo animes. I've seen plenty of times. It does have its meaning because the color pink comes from red. Characters with pink hair are energetic like red-headed characters, but are less outspoken and usually more kind, cheerful, and orderly. Pink-haired characters also give also have great destinies and are very char- charismatic. Anime guys who have pink hair can sometimes be perverse and chaotic. You are most likely a person who is happy, efficient, and kind-hearted. There's nothing wrong with that. Hmm. Well, that's partly right. <laughs> Everything but orderly. Ah, well, you can't win them all. No. And really, do, I, I, I think most people don't actually want to be a stereotype. No. I would hope. The fact that I am one is kind of sad. <laughs> that I, I I fit the the red hair description while not actually having red hair to a T. <laughs> oh. My mom got me a couple of years ago. Um, Dad, do you remember when Facebook you used to be able to search things and it gave you a list of things and didn't just take you well, to the very first page it thought of? Mine still does a list of things. Like, for example, if I type in The Last Unicorn, it brings up The Last Unicorn movie, The Last Unicorn by Peter S. Beagle book, The Last Unicorn book, The Last Unicorn restaurant. There is a restaurant? I need to go to Maine. I mean, a list as in it's a page, not just a list that you have to go through and try and figure it out. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, instead of having a drop-down menu. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. (laughs) 
So um, I guess Samantha did a search on Google for her name, and there's two hits for for her name on on Derpy Boo. Oh dear. I think I'm going to go on Facebook and post about this. Yeah, I would too. But yeah, this is definitely deliver. This is definitely weird that there is uh, Melody is making this very hard. Oh, that would be why. Are you still there? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, so here's what I'm putting. Dear Tumblr and DA users, there is a site called derpyboo.ru. It's a Friendship is Magic dedicated page that was started by or through 4chan and is now its own thing. I have found two of my images posted there that I had not authorized being distributed. Samantha Hestusa has found some of her work there. If you have a Tumblr or a DA account, please do a Google search of your artist name and see if your work has been distributed without your knowledge. Um, the only way to get them to remove it is to report the image. Oh, and Samantha says we've got six minutes of live audience. I did not realize it had gotten that late. <laughs> Me neither.
All right. Well, that was an interesting day. It's not really stealing my art, but it, it, it allows the means to steal my art is my concern. Yeah. Because their site doesn't say that it's copyrighted. Their site doesn't say that it's not public domain. There is nothing that stops people from downloading the image. And while I'm flattered that someone has liked my image enough to share two of them, I would prefer my persona to be left alone. It's not... It, it That persona is essentially me. And and I did not authorize people to share it. And the other thing is I I am selling the Moon Dancer one as a print, so if people really liked it, I would rather them buy a print of it than link it on a site without asking my permission or telling me about it. But that's, I guess that's how it goes. Ow, ow. And that's that's just assuming that they've linked me properly to all of the things. I mean, what if they took some of my stuff and didn't link me properly? Anyway, that was an odd pony talk. <laughs> That was a random pony talk. Truly random pony talk. We talked about unicorn horns and what they are called. We talked about Peter S. Beagle. We talked about Marigold's heavenly nostrils. talked about Schmendrick and the woman who fell in love with the man in the moon. Um, We talked about... Derpyboo.ru. We talked about Sailor Moon. It has been a truly random pony talk day. Yep. Yes, indeed. So. What do you think? Should we drag Simono out of her dressing room? Sure. Well, we're pulling her out a little early to make sure we get her in for our live audience. But Pony Night Nights. Pony Night Nights. This is Kimono, and you have listened to Pony Talk. See you next week. Bye-bye. I wonder if anybody, did anybody download and listen to our Ponies After Dark from last week? I think some people we stretched, did. We stretched that to the very end of Ponies After Dark. Oh, yeah. It eventually just cut me off, and it was like, thank you for using Blog Talk. Bye. Yeah, I was trying to get you to hurry up and finish up what you were saying so that we could have poor... Um, 
Summer, get her her quote in. Yeah, I don't remember what I left off on. I'd, I'd, I'd have to actually go back and listen to find out what rant I was in the middle of. Because I believe by the end there, I was completely ranting. Yeah. As I said, yeah. I was trying to get to the stop so that Summer Blade could get something in. And... Oh. <laughs> I was lost. Lost, lost, lost. You are beyond lost. <laughs> it's dangerous to get me talking about something like that. Because I can go on. Oh, I can go on, as we've clearly all seen and heard. Um, Yeah. Sorry about that. I just got a little lost. It's just, it's, it's one of those, you know... Open the door unless you want me to walk in and park myself on the couch. I'll stay there. (laughs) Yeah, I know. (laughs) So, now that we're in Ponies After Dark, I think... Yeah, we're in Ponies After Dark now. Um, Let's talk about something pony-related. I was kind of wondering what your favorite Twinkle Eye Pony was, or if you even like the Twinkle Eye Ponies from the G1 line. I don't think I actually have a favorite one. You know, I have quite a few Twinkle Eyes now. But I think my favorite Twinkle Eyes at the moment are actually Locket and uh, Milky Way. Milky Way? There's so many dang constellations for named ponies. I get them confused anymore. I'm not quite as smart as I used to be. Okay, Galaxy. Yeah, Galaxy and Locket are my favorite right now. I also like Party Time. But but yeah, I actually have three of the year five Twinkle Eye Ponies. I still need Tic-Tac-Toe and um, Bright Eyes. And as far as the year four Twinkle Eye Ponies, I still need... uh, I still need Wither, Fizzy, Skyrocket... I think I have the rest. Because, yeah, I have Galaxy Gingerbread, Masquerade, Sweet Stuff, and Sweet Pop. 
from year five. Plus I have party time and then from or from year four. And then from year five I have Mimic, Locket, and Quackers. What is your all time favorite pony from any generation? Well, that's one's easy. I think everyone knows who that is. It's Miss Moonbuster. Mine, too. (laughs) I believe we've talked about that before, but I thought I'd just double check, because you never know. Okay, I seriously do not like Facebook searches. What are you trying to search? I'm trying to to search people. Okay, what's your favorite um, G4 pony? Oh, now that's a hard one. Ooh. Mine would have to be Princess Luna. Oh, I love Princess Luna. <laughs> Let us unite in fun. <laughs> Fun. Your princess enjoys this. In which, uh, in what other ways may we may we experience it? <laughs> I loved the episode Luna Eclipse. By far, I think that is my absolute favorite episode. That and Heartswarming Eve. Yeah, that one was quite sweet, wasn't it? It was. But I'm a sucker for anything Christmassy. Yep. I have to admit that anything having to do with the Crystal Empire just makes me sad now. Why is that? Because when they did the Crystal Empire episodes, I was like, oh, my God, clear ponies with sparkles in them, and they have twinkle eyes. We're going to get clear sparkly ponies with twinkle eyes. It's the best thing ever. And then they didn't. (laughs) I have bought the two clear sparkly ponies that they have released. I have several blind bags, but no true twinkle eyes. Just poorly painted, geometrically shaped eyes. And I just really, really wanted there to be twinkle, sparkle ponies with twinkle eyes. Was that so wrong? Was that so much to ask? I don't think so. 
I'm actually, I've kind of become disillusioned with Friendship is Magic, the show, especially after sitting through all of season four. I love the ending, and that the beginning was intriguing, but the whole middle section was really kind of aimless. You know, like, if if they hadn't tied it together at the end, it wouldn't have made any sense at all. And after teasing me with the idea of giving me the ponies I've always wanted and then not giving them to me, I'm just so frustrated with Hasbro. I, I cannot... I cannot describe the level of, of, of angst properly. I wanted my clear, sparkly, twinkle-eyed ponies. I'm not asking you to make a contract with Swarovski Crystal and make me actual crystal ponies. I'm just saying I want them to look crystally. <laughs> If they were actually made of crystals, then I probably couldn't afford to buy them anyway. Yeah. You know, I've been hearing this thing about the G3 clear, sparkly ponies, that the way that the plastic was made, that there are some people who the completely dissolved into the plastic like it's gone it was there but now it's not okay repeat that one more time because I think I think a shiny object ran past my eyes (laughs) oh I've heard some people complaining that the G3 sparkle ponies that they once had are no longer sparkly like especially like if they needed some sun fading, somehow the things in the plastic that make them sparkly have like dissolved or absorbed into the plastic. So they're just glee anymore. I was wondering if you had heard about that. Oh, you mean the ones that had the... um the metal on the inside? Yeah, the... the oh, G3. G3 ponies. Um... The ones I'm talking about were from year two or no not year two that's the the ones with the glitter on the outside blah darn you darn you calling things things that they aren't um man I miss into the sea No, it's not that one. This is why certain sites, if they ask for donations, 
please donate. They're not asking it to get money. They're asking to it to get the uh, be able to keep the sites up. Because yeah, if I had into the sea, this would not be taking this long. Divine shine. Maybe that's it. Huh. That's 2006. 2006. Yeah, this is the one. Okay. Well, that would be, that's really strange because that's metal flex. I don't understand how they would fade, fade away and go away. Yeah. Um... It seems to be particularly with Tangerine Twinkle. But I've seen it with Secret Wish, too. Like, all of a sudden, like, just the metal is gone. And I'm not entirely sure what's happening. Unless it's not really metal. But where would it go? You'd think it would make the pony weird or something. And unfortunately, there's nothing that I can find that would say what those flecks are. Yeah. These are the G3 equivalent of the sparkle ponies, whereas the actual G3 sparkle ponies simply had glitter on their symbols and foreheads. See, I wish I would have made more of the Divine Shine, you know, and the G1 Sparkle Ponies. Because they only made four Divine Shine, and they only made six Sparkle Ponies. And then, of course, the G4 line only has, like, two. Hmm. They're from Pinkie Pie's Boutique, and they're they're Sparkle Wisteria and Sparkle Pinkie Pie. Oh, Gothic Pinkie Pie, you mean. (laughs) Well, I thought... Except the sparkle one, she, I don't feel like digging mine out. Did they not Mm. give her the black stripe? No. Oh. So that was the one thing I liked about that, that set. Was that they made Pinkie Pie... 
into a whole different version. Yeah. Well, the, she was the gothic. The Sparkle Pony, she has a pink balloon, a white balloon, and a black balloon. But they didn't give her the black stripe. But she is kind of a clearish, translucent pink with a lot of glitter. And she comes with a black glitter rose barrette. I've kept mine in the package. I'm afraid of that glitter. I'm terrified of that glitter. (laughs) All of my Pinkie Pies are still in their package, mostly because I think they're just totally cool. I especially like her car. You know, I have, I have, I, I have her, and I have Wisteria, and I have the one with the purse, but I don't have the car yet. I bought the car as soon as I saw it. I looked at that car and said, man, if my mother would let me pimp out my car to look just like this, (laughs) it totally would. (laughs) And yes, I would ride around town, my windows down, my radio going, with pink hearts on my car. (laughs) simply because it's Pinkie Pie's car. (laughs) Ah, Dr. Bristle says his favorite character is Twilight Sparkle. And and also Princess Luna slash, slash Nightmare Moon. Um... He asks, do you think it's possible that Twilight may fall into the same trap as Luna did in a future episode? Well, that would be that would be kind of fun, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. It would be great if there was some, like, like dark entity like Queen Metallia that was the cause of Luna's transformation. Oh, that would be sweet. You know? Ooh, someone should draw that. Oh, he says he didn't say Princess Luna is his favorite pony, but um, the episode that he suggests would be fun. It's it's just the way that that they stack in the in the uh, chat room that he, he put Twilight Sparkle is my favorite pony. Twilight Sparkle. And then he wrote Princess Luna Nightmare Moon, and I thought he was making a list. But he wasn't making oh. a list. He was probably responding to something we were actually saying. Um, He says, apparently some scientists are trying to breed unicorns like real ones. I'm going to open this link. Um, Creation.com breeding unicorn. I'm not sure this is an actual 
I don't think this is a site I would actually take seriously since this appears to be from Creation Ministries International. Interesting discussion he had today with some people at the university. He apparently won an argument saying, because donkey and horses have a different number of chromosomes, yet you can crossbreed them to create mules, you must be able to crossbreed any animal family, the narwhal with the horse to create a unicorn. I argued that because they're from a different family, they can't possibly create offspring, but cannot find sufficient evidence to convince him. Um, I'm going to say that that's not possible because most people fail to understand what a narwhal horn actually is. There is a reason that the narwhal horn appears where it does on a narwhal. It's because those are teeth. Those are tusks. That's why they're coming out of the quote-unquote nose of the, of the narwhal is because they're teeth. You couldn't make teeth grow out of the forehead of a horse because that that's not where the teeth are. The, the, it, it would have to basically, the teeth would have to grow backwards, impale, somehow grow backwards and then make a right turn Ow. <laughs> and 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 basically stab the unicorn through the head. It just it's not that's an, killing the animal, I mean it just it's not gonna work. Not that I haven't thought about genetically engineering a unicorn looking <laughs> creature per se. No, you You know, for the last it. fifteen, twenty 20 years or so. I'm just saying that the mix, mixing a narwhal with a horse is not going to get you a unicorn because a narwhal doesn't actually have a horn. We call it a horn because... Um, hi, unfortunately your friend's argument is logically invalid. Um... Um, yeah, it just, it's, it's not, it's just not as simple as that. You have to actually know what the, the, yeah, you'd, I mean, I can understand since most people don't actually know what a narwhal is, they would ever actually know. A narwhal is a member of the cetacean family, like a dolphin or a porpoise. But it's a dolphin or a porpoise that have these tusks that when they grow, instead of growing out straight like or, or kind of bendy like they do on an elephant, they grow into a spiral and they twist around each other. And that's what creates the quote-unquote narwhal horn that... The scientific name for the narwhal is monocerus monodon, which means one horn, one one tooth. Except it's actually two teeth, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> actually, the... Uh, it's 
it's it's actually the discovery that the narwhal's um, horn is actually teeth that led to the discrediting of the belief in unicorns. Because it used to be believed that anything that existed on the land, there was a duplicate of it in the sea. Therefore, if you found an animal in the sea, there logically must have had to been a duplicate land-based animal of the same thing, which is why seahorses are called seahorses, because they're horses, and they the seahorses kind of looked like horses, so therefore they were seahorses. You have horses and seahorses. There are people on land. Obviously, there must be mermaids in the sea. There are unicorns in the sea. Ergo, there must on land. So, um, and once people realize that a narwhal look has what looks to be a unicorn horn, but isn't actually a horn. It's actually ivory tusks. Then. That really makes it more of a sea elephant, if you think about it. Just sea elephant with fabulous fashion sense. Um, <laughs> with great <laughs> dentists. Um, and so when the narwhal could no longer be called the unicorn of the sea, scientifically speaking, then people said, well, then there's no sea unicorn, therefore there's no unicorn. Uh, okay. I somewhat yeah, understand. So, <laughs> yeah. So basically the reason why a narwhal has a unicorn horn right in the front of its face is because it's not a horn, it's teeth. It's like the worst case of wisdom teeth ever. Wow. <laughs> they grow right out of your face. So it looks like the images that Samantha found that were were on um, Derpy Boo were her her um, Funko Pop pony that she's been working on. Oh, okay. Hmm. And it looks like. And it looks like Lightning Silver Mana, they put a bunch of her stuff up there. They're um, Cassie Cassie Bennett. Oh, I I always forget everybody's arena name. We've interviewed her recently. Dang it all. I think we've interviewed her recently. I don't even know anymore. Because you decided to be all secretive and not put our customizers' names on the on the episodes anymore. <laughs> you do this to me on purpose to keep me confused. Oh, yes, I do. <laughs> you figured out my plan. I knew it. 
the best. The Dragon Star, the Spork Warrior, the Troll Bread, Trillions, Gur. Did you hear that Tamissary had one of her deviant art pictures stolen and put on a T-shirt? Yep. I totally remember that. Like, like just a couple days ago. Another one? Yeah, it's that that um, the one entitled a not a not so cleverly titled unicorn, the rainbow unicorn head and it's starting to come that you know putting up your art is just not safe anymore well yeah I mean it just there's a reason why I put the DeviantArt watermark online but even then it's just a, a little spot in the middle of the picture. But yeah, it, it's it's getting kind of scary. Yep. Favorites. Can't believe I'm having to go through all this work to find a deviation. Just so I can remember the name of the person who made the deviation, so I can remember who goes with what screen name. I think it's that geek girl, but I'm never sure anymore. I can tell you that Cassie makes all the awesome derpy pictures. I have, do you realize I have 151 pages of favorites in my pony folder on DeviantArt? Dear Lord. This is why we got to start putting names of our customizers on the episodes, because this is really complicated. <laughs> yeah, but you know First, that just kills the, you know spontaneity of, you know, listening in to find out who it was. Well, yeah, but we get so much more participation, though, when people know who it is, if it's a customizer they follow. I will consider oh, it. Oh, it's Oki Girl. Oki Girl. That's who it is. Man, I kind of sworn we we I interviewed her before. Oh yeah, we did. I think she came on. We got her to come on again.
Okay, we have too much dead air going on here. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it looks like it looks like a lot of people or at least three people besides myself so far have said that their work is there. Some people have said that they don't really care as long as they're being linked back. But um, but yes, I'm ju- I just put the information there so that on my Facebook so that if people do care, they know how to get it taken down if they want it taken down. Yeah, which is a good thing. Hey, did you see uh, Freya Crest, one of her last posts on the MLP Arena Facebook page? Who? Freya Crescent. Let me get to MLPArena.com. No, no, on the okay. Facebook page. Oh, on the Facebook page. The Sugarberry. Okay. Where do I find all this nonsense again? Apps. Groups. More. Everyone Tommy Freeze, Dollhouse, MLP Arena. Okay, um Gemma Smith, Anna McDonald, Gemma Smith, Rachel Brown, Amanda McCarthy. Um, who are we looking for again? I've forgotten. Freya Crescent. F-R-E-Y-A. How far down is it? Evidently you didn't see it then. (laughs) No? No? It's a sugar berry? Uh-huh. I'm just going to scroll for a while. Oh, there's that really expensive baby Greek moon dancer. Whoa. <laughs> what happened there? <laughs> she went to pull the head off the, off, off of her sugar berry and evidently pushed it on the nose a little too hard. <laughs> well... It can be pulled out. <laughs> My comment was, ah, someone called the vinyl surgeon. <laughs> Scary a little bit. <laughs> Hopefully, uh, Hasbro was not looking at that and thought, ooh, maybe that would make a good G- 
Oh, there it is. <laughs> oh, and I see your post. But yeah, I feel bad for the poor little thing. Okay. Yeah, I hadn't seen that. Um, but now I have. Never get that image out of my head again. Why does it always take so long for pizza to get delivered? Like it's Monday night. It shouldn't take this long for pizza to get delivered. Well, question for you. Yes. Do you have the complete G1 series of My Little Pony on DVD yet? Hi. No. Hi. Pony Baby says hi. <laughs> Aw, hi, Pony Baby. She's right here. She says hi. <laughs> yeah, we're still doing ponies after dark. You should have heard last week's. I know, you should have heard last week's. <laughs> oh, give me the baby. Give me the baby. Give me the baby. Yeah, there we go. Oh, oh. <laughs> Okay, that's where all the chatter is. For some reason, my um, for some reason, the chat in my uh, regular box, for some reason, got stuck. But someone requested a. Ah. <laughs> check on the chat room since I am away from the keys. I am. 
Dr. Bristol, do you like my add-ons to that song? I would like some viewer. Okay, good. <laughs> I am glad that it is appreciated. Where do you think you're going? Where do you think you're going? Oh, dear. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. I think it's like much of the stuff on this show. I come up with it on the fly. (laughs) Yes, this is true. Maybe someday we will have a script, but right now nobody has time for that. No. Actually, we did have a script once. Ew, when was that? It was when we first started. You know, we had planned things. You know, we would have, you know, breaking pony news, pony weather, pony commercials. Do you remember the pony commercials? I remember the pony commercials. Those were awesome. (laughs) You know, the sweet shop that would have me having a 75% off sale. (laughs) Out of her mind and stuff like that. <laughs> now that part was scripted. Well, maybe someday we can go back to scripting again. Maybe. At the very least, we should put people's customizers' names when we do customizer interviews, because otherwise, I am left searching. My Facebook and my deviant art for who the heck was I talking to that I'm thinking about? <laughs> because that's okay. just not a safe thing. That's like that's like you know playing a crane game blind. <laughs> you know, at that point, you're just you're just making the crane go down and hoping it picks something up. Oh, my God, that just so reminded me. Um, Have you ever seen the show The Middle? No. Oh, man. Well, there's this one kid. He's the the last kid. And, of course, he's the one with all these quirks and stuff like that, and he ended up getting a girlfriend, which just shocked the heck out of the parents. Well, because of certain reasons, they went out, they went to like a buffet for Thanksgiving dinner. Girlfriend. And they were looking in this crane game and they found this pink I forget what the the fish was. And she said, I really like it. And then so he starts playing it. And you can totally tell that this game is rigged because when the claw goes down, it doesn't even close around anything. Like well, I'm told. Belief. I'm told that they're rigged anyway. That like one in ten times it'll actually not just close but tighten when it closes. Yep. Although I, I I actually tend to have pretty good luck with crane games. I have a 
a Bumble Snow Monster of the North from Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer that I won from a train game, and it's officially licensed merchandise. Oh, let's see. I have several Sega items, a few Mickey Mouse items that my mother really, really liked. One's a strawberry Mickey Mouse. I forget what the other one is. And then I have, of course, the My Little Pony. I have Astro from the Jetsons. Ooh. Sorry, George. (laughs) Sorry, George. I remember the Jetsons. I was actually... I'm afraid um, to go back and rewatch it, though, because I'm afraid than I remember. You know, like, I, I did. I, I did, and it's totally confusing. <laughs> when you watch it as an adult, it's completely confusing because in the first episode, they go and buy Rosie. And uh-huh. you only see her for about, like, 20 episodes. And they're all sporadic. It's like Rosie's supposed to be cooking all the dinners. Well, the next episode, Jane is cooking all the dinners. For about, like, five episodes. Then all of a sudden, Rosie is back. It's like huh. that there was no particular order. And then the fact that George kept getting promotions but never actually worked his promotion a day in his life. I especially liked it when like he complained that, you know, a three day work week was horrible. Having to start at 10 a.m. is horrible. Not getting home till 3 p.m. is horrible. <laughs> I was always confused by the fact that he works at, like, Space Lee Sprockets. Mm-hmm. And then their competitor is Cogswell Cogs. Well, Sprockets but- and Cogs aren't exactly space-age technological parts. Yeah, well. He's not. They have flying cars. And houses with domes and robots that cook and clean. But somehow he's still make, needing to make sprockets and cogs. <laughs> what for? <laughs> yes, well. A robot that can do what Rosie does obviously isn't clockwork. <laughs> you nope. know, it just, it didn't. Yeah, I suppose it didn't make sense. But yeah, but it, it was a was thing just... to watch as a child, though. Yeah. Well, one of them. Uh, as I said, I watched the first two seasons because I got them through Netflix. As I said, I was completely confused because it's like Rosie would be in one episode, and then there would be five episodes without her. Then all of a sudden she's back. Either they were aired in the 
in the wrong sequence or released in the wrong sequence or they couldn't get the voice actress for Rosie all the time. Like maybe maybe she was a guest star. Maybe. And so they only had Rosie episodes when they could actually get the voice actress to come on. Like, Guinan clearly is in charge of Ken Forward on Star Trek Next Generation. Right. But she's not in most of the episodes because she's a famous Hollywood actress slash comedian and has a very full schedule that they needed to work around. So even though she's technically should be on the ship all the time, she's not. She's not. Even in episodes where they seem to be in 10 forward, she's not always there. Nope. Yeah, there never seems to be a bartender. (laughs) Unless she's there. Then there's a bartender. I have to admit that Guinan probably is large, has a large part in me thinking that it might be fun to be a barista. Maybe. Because I don't think I ever would have thought a bartender. That's what I want to be if it had not been for Guinan. Because Guinan was just cool. Like her job was making drinks and serving people food and stuff, but that wasn't really her job. She's like the other counselor. She's a counselor that people go to when they don't feel comfortable going to the real counselor. She's also like the overseer of, you know, the hookup spot, I suppose, where people go on dates. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's clearly she's clearly Picard's yeah. main counselor. Yes. Yeah. Ever notice when he has a problem, he doesn't go to Troy. He goes to Guinan. You're right. But, of course, that could also be because basically she is the oldest person on the ship. That's true. Even though she looks like she's 30, she is actually thousands of years old because that's what her people are. She is well, and she definitely hands. has a a broader perspective. No bite. No bite. She has a broader perspective on the universe than Picard could ever hope to have from even a Betazoid counselor. Yeah. Well, that would be because she has traveled more of the universe. Well, and because she's traveled more of the universe because... Her people were scattered by the Borg. Yep. And so she's had to overcome an adversary that eventually the Federation would have to overcome. 
but she's in, in, incurred hardships and and rebuilt and found balance. And she's such a great character. She's uh, she's always such a great character. I want to be Guinan when I grow up. Well, we only have seven minutes left of Ponies After Dark, so do you want to call it a night? I think so. Let's call it a night before Blog Talk says. <laughs> okay. You are done. Good night, Dr. Bristle. Good night, Dr. Bristle. <laughs> Good night, Samantha. Samantha went to bed already. Oh, okay. Well, good night, everybody. (laughs) Good night. Are we alone? (sighs) Well, it was another night of random talk, but you have to love it when we do it. Catch us next week when we're back on the merchandise. Till then... Happy pony hunting. Good night. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.